Hi, this is Orange Genius, uh, where we help creatives succeed. For today's podcast, we're interviewing Heather Pontonio, Program Director of Tremaine Foundation. So welcome. Thank you. Uh, Heather, uh, you and I have known each other for a while. Tell us about the Tremaine Foundation, uh, how it started, and uh, what they do to today. Um, so the Emily Hall Tremaine Foundation is a private family foundation. Uh, the board is all family members and direct descendants of Emily Hall and Burton Tremaine. Um, everything we do as a foundation is directly aligned with um, the interests of the board um, and their desire to make an impact in the world. Um, our mission statement is to solve enduring problems in art, environment, and learning differences. Um, but we've pick, uh, picked very niche focus areas within each of those so that we can make a national impact in our work. Um, so within the environment program, we work on sustainability. In the learning differences area, it's a focus on dyslexia um, and currently more in the grade level reading area. Um, and then in the art, we have two focuses. Um, one is support for contemporary art curators with an exhibition award. And and the other is um, support for artist careers, um, really looking at business skills and professional practices for artists. And that's led us into the current program in the art area, which is around Artists Thrive. Um, and that's a formative assessment tool on a website um, that's completely free and open to use and is um, what we hope will start to shift the navigation around the conditions for artists to thrive um, and getting folks all across the country on the same page and talking the same language um, and thinking uh, not how do you change your work, but to get in harmony around the work we do for artists. So uh, that was one of the reasons why I initially connected with you, that Artists Thrive initiative, and I uh, supported it 100%, and we at Our Ingenious love what you're doing there. Uh, please tell us about the organizations and institutions you've worked with uh, to promote that cause. So um, the foundation has been doing grant making for just over 25 years now. Um, and really early on, around 2002, we started funding um, courses all around the country. Mm -hmm. um, at that point, there were no MFA professional practices courses. So we funded 15 universities to start this conversation. And now we see those courses spread all across the country in a variety of different ways. Um, we also were some of the first funders of NIFA, um, Creative Capital, Springboard for the Arts. Um, arts councils all across the country. Uh, we currently fund in the state of Arizona and the state of Montana for their arts council to be doing work. Um, we fund the Air Institute at Berea College in Kentucky, uh, which is a national initiative, um, and C4 Atlanta. So there's organizations all across this country that are doing this work, and um, their work is really around the business skills, making sure artists see the, the skills that are needed to function as a business, to survive in their careers, that may not be their sole thing as artists, and it shouldn't necessarily be the only thing they do, but it's really important to understand what is out there that you need to know. What is, how do you budget? How do you make connections? How do you have a website? Um, the real bis basic business skills, um, but then Artists Thrive as an initiative is taking this to the next level and saying kind of holistically, what do you need as an artist? Mm. How do you um, evaluate yourself and assess yourself and your work? And so Artists Thrive comes at it from two different angles. One from artists themselves as a self-assessment for artists, and the other one is for anyone who works with artists 
to look at their work with artists. And um, through the self-assessment, it kind of starts to highlight, what are you doing great? What are you struggling with? What you know, should you look for and seek additional help? You know, uh, by answering this and you answer on the low end of the spectrum, is it something you should work on? Is it a strength of yours um, or should it be a strength of yours? Um, it kind of helps create this conversation for how do you improve conditions for artists or as an artist. Mm, that's so interesting. Where do you find these tools, these self-assessment tools? Is it on your website? So the self-assessment for the Artist Thrive is at artistthrive.org, which Great. is a completely free website and not trackable and traceable within anything more than a typical Google Analytics because this is designed for anyone to feel free to jump in and look at their own practice honestly to see what they can do to improve. Wow. Okay. That's great to check it out. Artistthrive.org. Yes. Now we're going to switch gears slightly to look at the job market. So when you're working with all of these artists and organizations and uh, you're looking at the current sort of job market, what do you, what trends are you seeing? Oh, um, so artists have worked in the ways they work now for years before we acknowledged it. Um, it was often off the grid and in different ways. And so um, frequently we look at it now and go, wow, look at artists who have these gig economy careers or that are moving from job to job and how flexible they are. Well, artists have been doing that forever. Um, but we're just getting to understand that now. Um, and I think the biggest shift within the, the business world in the market is understanding that that's a viable career. We no longer live in a world where businesses work nine to five in a corporate office that you come in and you sit at a desk all day and then you go home and it is your job until you retire. It's a very different world we live in. Artists already live in that world. So I think what we're starting to see is that artists are being welcomed in a different way than they were. The artist world is something that can't be outsourced to another country. You know, we, if you want unique uh, individually created, um, unique to your needs and your assessments of what you have in your business, in your um, marketing tools. You want an artist for that. Um, that's not something that you can type a formula into a computer and have it pop out on what to do next. So artists are at the cutting edge and I think we're getting to realize more that the, the on-demand desire of the mm. community we live in is responded through with an artist lens. It's such an interesting way to look at their skill set from a business perspective and how relevant that could be. Yeah. How are the educators doing to help students prepare for the, quote, real world? Um, so the best educators are getting outside of the university walls. Um, they're, they're extending the classroom to community projects, um, to integrating what it is like to have a career in the arts after you leave school into the education. Um, so they're doing things like talking about size of the canvas artists work with and the cost of that canvas and the price they'd have to put on the canvas in order to sell that and what price they'd have to sell it at. What would a product line have to be if this was the size of medium they were going to work in? Um, so the best professors honestly are artists as well and they're working artists and they get it. Um, the, the universities and colleges that struggle more are the ones that really think that the gallery will solve all the visual artist problems, and they won't, and the gallery is not sitting there waiting for artists, um, like many professors think of it as that being the case. It is not the case anymore. Mm, that's a great answer. For creative students who are graduating with art and design degrees today, what skills are you seeing that are strong? that are weak as they're seeking for jobs? 
So artists are resilient. Artists bounce back quickly. Um, artists can maneuver, shift, pivot, um, and, and address conflict, change um, better than any business typical went through training okay now I've had a marketing degree and here's what I'm going to do Our artists know how to navigate a system sometimes artists struggle more with their own validation and own ownership that they have a voice and that they can have a say in this that's um, from all the artists I've talked to that's probably the biggest thing is feeling that they have value in what they do that they are valued in the community and that they have an agency to have a voice in the work, but they are able to figure answers out, solutions out, uh, innovate differently than anyone else. Artists look at problems in such a different way. Uh, I call it the three-dimensional problem solving versus a very linear process that's so business-oriented, and uh, I, th I think that's a great skill. So what advice do you have for businesses who are hiring creatives and artists and art, art and design backgrounds? What benefits will they receive? Every artist I know is incredibly hardworking. They're always looking for the next solution. They can, they're never happy with even the creative product they're currently working on. What's the next thing? How do I advance this? How do I keep improving this? So I think in many ways where businesses look at artists and say, oh, you don't want to work a nine to five job. You don't want structure in your life. You don't want to just help us get to the solution. You want to come up with something grander. Those are the businesses that struggle to work with artists. The businesses that can stop and say, this is also a, a brilliant mind that can think of things differently. You know, I want to give from A to F. But take some of those walls away, take some of that structure out, and that artist is going to get you from A to Q and much further down the path. So it's a lot about thinking um, more broadly in the work. And artists don't shut down 9 to 5. They're 24-7 all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as much as you want to say, okay, here's what we're going to do, artists are going to take that so much further, so much faster. I know organizations, um, years ago there was a group in uh, Winston-Salem who worked with an artist in a manufacturing problem. And that artist helped solve the problem, um, they said, three months faster than they could have solved it themselves because the artist thought so differently around the product. And they realized they were getting trapped in the organizational structure of decisions. And this artist was able to see right past this and say, well, why aren't you molding it this way instead? And completely shifted their problem. So I, th I think it's about opening up to what artists can bring to a situation and not necessarily framing it in such a, a solid box that gets to be um, a challenge. It's not that artists want no rules. They want enough flexibility in the rules that they can help guide further than they think. Oh, that is so insightful. I think all you businesses out there listening to this should take heed of what Heather is saying. This is a great, great insight into the artist's brain and how they could help an organization. What advice do you give to creatives and creative students who are embarking on the job world right now? So we live in a world that you aren't going to work the same job for your entire life. And in the same sense, no one's going to buy the same products for their whole life. And you're going to go where you find the most unique, most almost on-demand response to what you're looking for. So it's really up to an artist where they see the creativity in the world to figure out how they're going to address those needs of buyers. Now, artists have to also decide of a variety of different ways they're going to take their career path. There's a great program in Texas, uh, in a university setting, 
that they asked the students to write three pages of careers you could get based upon your skills. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's a wonderfully valuable tool to be able to say, you have a lot of skills and talents and it might not tap into everything you are, mm -hmm. but tapping into one thing that you do really well and knowing that you have other things that you can also do well is gonna help guide you through your career as an artist. You know, maybe you're into mural painting and also canvas work, but also wanna create jewelry for selling somewhere else. There's nothing wrong with that and to have as many diverse skills as an artist and utilize them in different ways is what's going to become the success in your life as you look back we just don't live in a world that you do one thing only and do that for your entire life so kind of thinking broadly around what your skills are what your interests are Maybe what community situation you want to address. Maybe you know who you want to be uh, shown at, or gallery you want to be shown at, or or who who you want to connect with. And I think you know young artists really need to look and find their mentors and their role models and contact them, reach out, get interviews that are just information interviews. How did you get where you are? What do you wish you did differently? And really gather that information to help direct your work if you want to follow the path of someone else, learn what they did. They have to be open to asking. Sometimes they don't ask. So nine times out of 10, most people will say yes. And if they say no, there may be someone else who will say yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes will be the answer. So don't be shy. What are the goals of Virtual Maine in the next few years as you look out? The foundation as a whole is really focused on making an impact in the field. And as far as uh, the work we've done with Artists Thrive has really been about being the backbone support and lifting it up. The content of Artists Thrive has been created by the arts community all around the country. So our work over the next few years is going to be to help lift that up and um, reach further to audiences in a variety of different ways that we don't even know what that's going to look like yet. But it's really from the foundation side is dedicated to making sure Artists Thrive becomes this tool for conversation, for elevating artists. And then we'll see what comes next. That's wonderful. Heather, it's been a joy. I hope to have you back soon. Thank you very much. That, this was Heather Bontonio, Program Director of Tremaine Foundation. Today's uh, our Ingenious Podcast, where we help creatives succeed.